All right, so we're going to start in child's pose. So you can just find your way there. moment to feel body and breath. Letting yourself literally land in the moment. To just be here now as you are. our journey of life never ends we're constantly changing and shifting at the same time see if you can embrace the completeness and the wholeness that's available right now in this moment no need to try to fix or change anything just celebrating you as you choosing a word that helps you with that celebration can be any word it can be a name any word that helps you connect to right here and now knowing that anything that needs to be attended to can be easily picked up again at the end of practice Once you feel that you've cleared that space for yourself, allow the body to rise up to all fours. <coughs> Excuse me. And as you find all fours, wrists are under shoulders, knees are under hips. And then notice what parts of your body are in contact with the floor and start to press the floor away with all of those spaces. As if you're trying to push the floor away from your body. Notice what happens inside of the body as you do this. What do you feel? Now keep this going. Find a full breath in. Now on your exhale, cat pose, the nose and tailbone move in toward the navel as if they're trying to touch one another, letting the back really round. And then on your next in-breath, cow pose, opposite motion, tailbone pulls back and up, heart draws forward between the arms and the chin lifts. Now let the breath move the body so that each exhale you're curling in toward the navel and on each inhale you're opening away from the navel. As you move again, let the breath be the puppeteer so to speak. So if you imagine that the body was completely controlled by the breath and it couldn't move without the breath signaling that movement. The inhales pull the body open and the exhales create the curling, the returning toward the center. As you move, stay grounded in the legs and the hands, continually pushing the floor away. 
so that you have roots or stability that give way to your wings or your freedom of movement. Just a few more rounds, simple yet profound movement. Sometimes we don't give enough attention to the simple things in our lives or the simple postures in our practice. We tend to look for the next hoop to jump through. Celebrate the simplicity as well. Now find your way back to neutral and as you do so again re-engage, press the floor away with all four of your limbs. And then extend the right arm forward Wrist in line with shoulder and thumb pointing toward the ceiling. Keep pushing the floor away with the other three limbs and just feel. And then slowly draw the left leg back. Reach the left leg back. So now you have extension happening, not just through the obvious of the limbs reaching, but also your tailbone and your crown. Full breath into this length, and as you exhale, everything that's extended curls in, just like cat pose. So draw everything in toward the navel, get small, and then on your inhale, reach out, grow tall. Move with breath, exhaling to curl in, inhaling to open up. The only pace you're keeping is pace with your breath. Breath decides how long and how slow the movements are. Now notice the other two limbs that are working on the earth. Keep pushing the floor away with those two limbs. And just a few more. Be sure to tuck the chin as you curl in. There's a tendency to keep the back of our neck stiff to try to control the moment. Not just on our yoga mats, but in our daily lives. That's why we walk around with very sore necks. It's our symbolic place of control. One more breath. Exhale, curl in. And then on the inhale, you're going to reach out long. Exhale, release to all fours. Pause, deep breath in, and just let it go through the mouth. Ha. Now reestablish, press the floor away with all four limbs. Extend the left arm forward, thumb pointing to ceiling, and just pause there. You're going to have an urge to lift the right leg, but instead just breathe. Keep pushing all three limbs into the earth. Stay present. And then slowly extend the right leg back. Again, thinking about extending through arm, leg, and also tailbone and crown of the head. Fullest breath into this length. And then on your exhale, curl in. Nose, knee, elbow, everything curls. On the inhale, naturally opening, blossoming back up. Moving with breath. As you move, the other two limbs are pushing the floor away. Nowhere to get to, simply celebrating the moment as it is, whether that means it feels easeful or if it feels really challenging or neutral. Take the chin with you as you curl in. Make the body as small as possible. 
a few more. Keep pushing the floor away. Good. Last time, reach out on your in-breath. And on your out-breath, return to all fours. Full breath in through the nose. Exhale it out through the mouth. Ha. Good. So find child's pose for a moment, just breathing, resting the arms. Feel that sense of relief and release and celebrate it. When we have challenges in our lives, it's this sense of relief that we're looking to cultivate, that we're longing for. So each time you get a chance to celebrate it, memorize that feeling of relief, of just resting, so that you can build more of that in your life. Wherever our attention rests is where our energy goes. Memorize this sensation of relief. Crawl the fingertips forward until you feel a bit of a stretch along the shoulders, along the arms, along the spine. Spread the fingers. Keeping the hands there on an inhale, draw up toward all fours. So this time the hands are a little bit forward of the shoulders, so we're going to lean out until the armpits align over the wrist. Push the floor away with the hands, draw the front body into the back body, like your back is rounding ever so slightly. Find a full breath in, then on your exhale, keep that going in your spine as you start to travel forward toward the floor. Hover at the height of your elbows, and then come all the way down to the earth. Now from here, I'm going to give the arms some relief, interlace the hands behind the back. Pause there, press the little toes into the earth, push them down so much that your kneecaps lift up. Now root the tailbone, you can even use the thumbs to gently extend the tailbone down toward the earth. Keep the base of the body this way and use the sides of the body to pull away from the floor. As you do that, start to extend the arms toward the feet. So you have interlaced hands. If that's uncomfortable, you can just reach straight back. Either way, keep pressing the little toes down. Keep reaching the tailbone down between the legs toward the earth. Spread the collarbones. Find a sense of ease in the back of the neck. And then fullest breath in, on your exhale, lower down. Bring the hands alongside of the chest. And again, have that sense of pulling the front body into the back body, almost like you're trying to round your back here. Keep that going and pull away from the floor, coming to all fours. Curl the toes under. Use your thigh bones to pull back, downward facing dog. Breathing here. So maybe you pedal out the heels. Maybe you shift the hips a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. And then start to settle into neutral. Start pushing the floor away with the inner edges of the hands. Spread the collarbones gently. Let the heels be heavy. And draw the kneecaps up through the front of the hips. On your next in-breath, draw your right leg toward the ceiling. 
As you exhale, curl and round nose to knee, kind of like we were doing on all fours. Try not to change the, the position of the down dog. Instead of moving forward toward your wrist, just curl in. And then on your inhale, reach the leg back. And again, exhale, curl and round nose to knee. Reaching the leg back on your in-breath. Exhale, curl and round nose to knee. This time, bring the foot all the way through to the hands. As you land, pause there for a moment, and then on your in-breath, you're going to push the floor away and curl up into the belly. So push the feet with the floor, or the floor with the feet, and round up into the navel. And then on your exhale, let the hips sink and gently look up. Again, on the inhale, push the floor with the feet, round up into the navel. Exhale, let the hips sink and look up. Time. Inhale, coiling up into the navel. Exhale, the hips sink. Gently look up. Good. Plant the hands. Use the back thigh to pull back. Down dog, right leg goes to the ceiling. Exhale, the right foot comes down. Inhale, draw out into plank pose. Armpits over wrist. Exhale, just the knees lower down. So really mindful with plank and with chaturanga. You're really pushing the floor away with the hands. And the front body is scooping up into the back body. So instead of having a flat spine or letting your belly drop forward, it's really important that you dynamically pull the front body in, almost like you're trying to do cat pose. Full breath in here. Exhale, keep that going as you travel forward and hover. And then come all the way to the floor. Interlace the hands behind the back. Pause there. Press the little toes into the earth so your knees lift. Reach the tailbone down toward the floor. And then use the sides of the body to pull away from the earth. Extending the arms back. Stay grounded in your little toes and your tailbone. Breathe. Let the collarbones spread. Smooth skin on the back of the neck. Full breath in. Exhale to lower down. Bring the hands by the chest. And as you inhale, again, suction the front body inward as you come up, pulling through the front body to lift. And then use your thigh bones to pull back, downward facing dog. Breathing here. Push the floor away with the inner hands. Collarbones gently spreading. Heels are heavy with gravity, not because you're pushing on them. Kneecaps are drawing up the thighs and into the hips. Breath is patient and full. Mind present to all that is. On your next in-breath, draw your left leg toward the ceiling. On your out-breath, nose to knee, curl and round. Try to touch 
On the inhale, reach the leg back. And on the exhale, curl and round. Again, inhale, leg reaches back. Exhale, curl and round. So you're going to bring that foot all the way through. So our tendency when we're bringing our foot through is to look forward. But when we do that, we actually go against the principle of this curling of the spine. And we try to extend the front top of the spine, which makes it harder on our backs and harder effort-wise. So when you're bringing your foot through, try to keep the chin and nose curled in until the foot lands. You can always grab the foot and pull it forward. So from here, press into the feet. Inhale, curl up into the belly. On the exhale, let the hips sink and gently look up. Again, inhale, push the floor with the feet, curl up into the belly. Exhale, let the hips sink and look up. One more time, inhale to curl. Exhale to release. Good, now concentrate on your back thigh and use it to pull back, downward dog, left leg goes to the ceiling. Exhale to lower the foot down. Breathing. draw forward find plank so again you're pushing the floor away front body is moving into the back body should be a little bit of cat pose happening here thigh bones pressing to ceiling unless they're on the floor find a full breath in exhale lower just your knees down keep the spine moving out of the body deep breath in exhale come to hover at the height of the elbows and then come all the way to the floor Good, so again, interlace the hands at the low back. Anchor the little toes, push them down so much that the knees lift. Reach the tailbone down toward the floor. And then on an in-breath, use the side body to pull away from the earth. Spread the collarbones and extend the arms back. Stay easy in the back of the neck. Notice your breathing. Full breath in. Exhale, lower down. Hands come alongside of the chest. Again, pull the front body into the back body as you draw away from the earth. And then use your thigh bones to pull back, downward dog. Breathing in your down dog. Inhaling the right leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, curl and round. So again, try not to look forward as you bring the foot forward. Trust that it knows where to go. As you land, on an inhale, draw up into the belly. On the exhale, let the hips sink and look up. And again, inhale, coil to the belly. 
Exhale, let the hips sink and look up. Good. One more time. Inhale, coil. And exhale, expand. Good. So this time you're going to walk down the left edge of your mat toward your left foot. So you're going to keep your heart facing the long edge of your mat. Left knee bends, right leg works towards straight. Now the toes are going to turn out however they need to to create joint comfort for your body. So don't try to mirror anyone else. See what feels right in your body. And then go to the other side. So you're going to walk toward your right foot. Same thing, just bending into the knee. And then go back to the left. So this is Skandasana or side lunge. Now walk all the way around to the front edge of your mat. So you're back in your lunge and use the back thigh to pull back downward dog. Right leg goes to the ceiling. Lower the foot down. Inhale, come forward, find plank. Exhale, lower the knees. Inhale, prepare. Really pull the front body into the back body. And on your exhale, hover at the height of the elbows. Come all the way down to the floor. Interlace the hands. So first grounding and rooting by pressing the little toes into the floor. That means your heels are going to rock open to help decompress the sacrum. Push them down so much your kneecaps lift. Root the tailbone. And then after that, use the side body to pull away from the floor. Drawing up, make sure you're still rooted in your base. Collarbones are gently spreading. Notice anywhere where you feel an over-concentration of energy. It'll feel like a compression or a sense of too much effort. And see if you can even that out, maybe by doing less or awakening a bit in the posture. Fullest breath in. Exhale, lower down. Hands come alongside of the chest. So again, this sense of cat pose. So as you pull away from the floor, it's not so much about your arms as it is about teaching the rest of the body to lift itself. So pull it up and in as you're coming away from the floor. Mm -hmm. It'll feel like, oh, at first. <laughs> Good. Use your thighs. Pull back. Downward dog. Great. So breathing in your down dog. Push the floor away with the inner hands. And on the inhale, the left leg draws toward the ceiling. Snap, crackle, pop. Exhale, knee to nose. Good. Inhale, reach back. Exhale, nose to knee. One more time, reach it back. Inhale. Exhale, nose to knee, bring the foot through to the hands. I had an MD once tell me a lot of those snaps and pops are nitrogen releasing in the body, so you literally have a little bomb going off. <laughs> so push into the floor with the feet, inhale, coil up into your belly. And on your exhale, the hips sink and look up. Inhale, coil to the belly, use the feet, use the breath. Exhale. Hips sink, look up. One more time, inhale. And exhale. And then walk down the right edge of your mat toward your right foot. Again, skandasan side lunge. So feet go wherever they need to so the joints are happy. And then go to the left. And then back to the right. 
And then walk it all the way around to the front of the mat. From your lunge, use your back thigh to pull into downward dog. Inhale, left leg goes to the ceiling. Exhale, lower the foot down. Inhale, find plank pose. Exhale, either knees down or straight legs, chaturanga, front body pulling in as you lower. Inhale, lower down and interlace the hands. Root the legs, root the tailbone, and then expand the front body, finding this locus variation. So great for our shoulders, especially right now we've been really short on sunshine this spring, so we're tending to slump forward a lot. On an exhale, hands come by the chest. On an inhale, apply cat pose as you pull away from the earth. Downward facing dog, use your thigh bones. Good. Inhaling, right leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, curl and round. Inhale, reach the leg back. This time, curl and round and bring that foot all the way through to the hands. As you land, inhale, coil to the belly, pushing the floor with the feet. As you exhale, let the hips sink and gently look up. Now walk to your left foot, breathing in, skandhasana, side lunge. And then toward your right foot, breathing out, skandhasana. Back to the left on your inhale. And all the way to the front of the mat on your exhale, we're going to pause there. So as we pause here, we're going to align so that the front heel and the back arch meet. So front heel and back arch are on one line. Back toes are turned in ever so slightly. And then just extend your left arm forward. Left arm extended forward. Good. Think about anchoring your right femur bone into the hip. So the top of the right thigh bone is pulling into the hip. Anchor the tailbone. And then think about using the left side of your body, including the arm and leg. The whole left side of the body pulls you up into Virabhadrasana too. So you're stacking the heart right over top of the hips. So take notice as you arrive if your body's giving you any signals to change the feet so that you feel stable. And then think about the actions in the pose. So we'll start with the hips. The hips are sinking. Hips are sinking. You might end up with the front knee either just behind the ankle or right on top of it. You definitely don't want to go past the ankle. Should be able to easily look down and see your big toe. If not, track your knee a little more to the right. So as the hips continue to sink, the feet press down. Push them down so much that it feels like your thigh bones are lifting. So we have hips sinking, thigh bones lifting. Make sure your tailbone is anchored. And from that anchoring of the tailbone, the crown floats lightly away. Now the fingertips get longer than every other, or excuse me, the pinky fingertips get longer than every other finger. So grow the pinkies really long. And think about your back leg and start to firm it up like you're trying to straighten the back leg. Find your fullest breath in. Exhale, cycle the hands to the floor. Step back into plank pose, and again, mindfully travel through your vinyasa. Knees down is a wonderful 
choice, especially if you're still working on upper body strength. Took me something like six years to do a full chaturanga. So don't force it. Give yourself time. So enjoy that locust variation. And then we'll meet in downward dog. Good, so in downward dog, breathing, noticing, feeling. And then draw the left leg toward the ceiling on an in-breath. On the out-breath, nose to knee, curl and round, try to touch. Reaching the leg back on the inhale. Exhale, nose to knee. This time the foot lands through between the hands. Once you land, inhale, coil up into the belly, pushing the floor away with the feet. On the exhale, let the hips sink and gently look up. Good, so just the one time. Now we're going to walk down the right edge of the mat toward the right foot, skandhasan, side lunge. So an inhale here. And then an exhale as you walk to the left. Back to the right on your inhale. And all the way to the front of the mat on the exhale, pausing when you find your lunge. So again, we're going to align heel to arch, so the back heel turns down. Finding heel to arch alignment. And then send the right arm forward, so right arm reaches forward. Breathing here, anchor your left femur bone into the hip socket. Draw the tailbone into the body, anchoring it. And from there, think about the right side of your body and use the right side of the body to pull up, finding Virabhadrasana 2, Warrior 2. So again, front knee is either just slightly behind the ankle or right over it, depending on hip flexibility and mobility today. Think about the hips sinking, the feet pressing down so it feels like the thigh bones are lifting. Tailbone is anchoring, very slight movement. And the crown of the head is floating away from the tailbone. Now let the pinky fingers grow very, very long. And start to squeeze your back leg towards straight. Notice anywhere in the body that you're holding unnecessary tension. It's not a game of how low can you go, but instead, how can you balance the energies of downward motion, upward motion, extending motion, and centering motion so that you're stable. Find a full breath in. Exhale, bring the hands to the floor, and then slowly move through your vinyasa, conscious of how you're using your body. It's not about just getting to, from point A to point B. It's really about what's happening in between point A and point B. So locust variation and then finding your downward dog. Breathing and down dog.
your inhale, right leg draws toward the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, bring that foot all the way through to the hands. On the inhale, coil up into the belly. And on the exhale, let the hips sink and gently look up. Good, walk to the left foot, breathe in, skandhasana. And to the right foot, breathe out, skandhasana. Back to the left on your inhale. And all the way around to the front of the mat on the exhale. Good. So from here again, find your heel to arch alignment. Send the right arm forward. Or excuse me, left arm forward. <laughs> and then pull through the left side of the body to come up. So again, finding your Vera 2, find your stability. Steadiness and ease. So it's not all work. Instead, finding that space where you can feel the steadiness and the comfort. Stida sukham asanam. Steady, easeful posture. Now find a full breath in. On the exhale, the left hand goes to the left thigh. The right arm reaches up and over. Think side bend. So side warrior. It's not a back bend, but instead a side bend. Lower body hasn't really changed. So you're still sinking into the hips. Your tailbone is still anchored. Your feet are still pressing down. Back leg is still steady and straight. Now notice in this side bend, have you compressed so much that you feel strain? And if so, why? Fine, steadiness and ease. It's not about how deep can you go, but instead, are you stable? Do you feel easeful right here? On an inhale, come back up through center. And on your exhale, right forearm to right thigh, left arm to ceiling. And just breathe here for a moment. So you want your heel to be under your knee. So if it's too much of a stretch, pull the heel back. So the hips are still sinking. The feet are still pressing down so the thigh bones are lifting. Back thigh is working towards straight. It's probably trying to collapse. It's just a tendency that we have in the pose. So keep pressing that back thigh straight. Now think about your right arm. There's a tendency to lean on it. Instead, push into the forearm so it feels like you're lifting up out of the arm, out of the shoulder. Now gently spread the collarbones. Find a full breath in. Exhale it out. And then on your next inhale, pull through the left side of the body. Come back up to Virabhadrasana 2. On your exhale, cycle the hands to the floor and travel through your vinyasa with breath. Take your time. Feel breathe. Notice your motivation in each posture. Is there something you're trying to get to? If so, I encourage dropping that and simply being in the moment as it is Harnessing, accessing whatever is available. We're not trying to create some non-existent strength, but instead we're just accessing what we have. It's already in there. On your next inhale, draw the left leg toward the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, left foot lands through between the hands. 
On the inhale, coil up into the belly. On the exhale, let the hips sink and look up. Walking to the right foot as you breathe in, skandasan. To the left foot as you breathe out. Back to the right as you inhale. And all the way to the front of the mat as you exhale, finding your heel to arch alignment. Right arm extends forward. Get steady. So your femur bone is anchored, your tailbone is anchored. And then from the right side of the body, pulling up. So use the energy of the right side to draw the whole body up. Yeah. As you arrive again, stira sukham asanam. Steady, easeful posture. The reason we're finding that steadiness and ease is so that we can meditate in the posture. Normally we think of meditation happening just in our seated posture. But the goal of every yoga posture is to bring ourselves into a space of steadiness and ease so that we can then bring our attention to unity, integration with ourselves and with all of life. Full breath in. Exhale, right hand to right thigh. Find your side bend. Right hand to right thigh, side bending, side warrior pose. Keep sinking into the hips. Tailbone is still gently anchored. Back thigh is squeezing towards straight. Stability before flexibility. Squeeze the back leg a little straighter. Notice. Spread the collarbones. Find ease. Is your body saying no anywhere? Or even maybe, because maybe is not yes. Make sure your body's saying yes with where you've placed it. On the inhale, draw up, find Vira 2. On the exhale, left forearm to left thigh, right arm to ceiling. Breathe here. Notice. So again, you have the dynamics of hips sinking, feet pressing down so it feels like the thigh bones are working toward the ceiling. Back leg is squeezing strong and straight. Instead of leaning on the left arm, push it down into the right thigh bone so you're lifting up out of the shoulder. Spread the collarbones. Notice your face. Let it be soft, spacious. On your next in-breath, pull through the right side of the body. Come up, Vira 2. On the out-breath, it's that right side of the body that guides the hands to the floor. Slow, easeful, move through your vinyasa. Not just trying to get through it, but instead experiencing it. All of the places where it feels comfortable, all of the places where it feels uncomfortable. Breathing in your down dog. Next inhale, right leg draws toward the ceiling. 
Exhale, nose to knee, foot lands to the hands. Inhale, coil to the belly. Exhale, the hips sink, look up. Walk to the left foot on your next in-breath and the right foot on your out-breath. In-breath brings you to the left foot again and out-breath brings you around to the front of the mat. So we're going to insert a posture here in the flow. So we'll get back to our Vera 2 flow in a moment. So from the top of the mat, you're going to plant your left palm. Roll onto the outer edge of your left foot. And right foot can slide back so it stacks 90 degrees right underneath of the knee in front of the hip. Or you can stack the legs one on top of the other or right foot in front of left. Okay, so side plank variations. And then once you've found the placement for your foot, you can send the right arm up or just leave it beside the body, that works too. Now the actions, you're thinking about every part of the body that's touching the floor and you're pushing the floor away very firmly. You're gonna feel a lift in your body when that happens. We have to have a panavayu, a rooting energy to create lightness in our body. So push the floor away and feel how that creates the lift. See if you can draw your inner legs up into the base of your pelvis and spread your collarbones. Drawing your inner legs up into the pelvis channels more energy into your upper body. Find a full breath in. As you exhale, really mindful in this transition now. So the right foot's gonna come back through to the hands. You might have to assist it there. And then turn the back heel down so you have your heel to arch alignment again. Once you're settled in, the left arm goes forward. Anchor the femur bone and the tailbone and then inhale, pull up through the left side. Again, you're in Vera 2. Good. Get stable and steady. Apply what you know about the posture and about your body. Full breath in. Exhale, side warrior. So left hand to left thigh, right arm up and over. Inhale, Vera 2. Exhale, side angle, right forearm to the thigh, left arm to the ceiling. Now we're going to flow a little bit so we can feel how the side body works to create movement in the body. So on your inhale, pull through the left side of the body to come back up through center. And on the exhale, find your side bend again, left hand to left thigh. <laughs> it's okay to pause and listen before you go there too. And then on your inhale, think about the right side of the body pulling you back up to center. Good. And then exhale, right forearm to thigh, left arm to ceiling. It's Friday. It's all good. Inhale. Pull through the left side to come back up. Exhale. Find the side bend toward the back of your mat. One more time through. Inhale. Feel the influence of the side body helping you move. Exhale. Side angle. Good. Inhale. Find center. Then on your exhale, cycle to the floor and move through your vinyasa. Remember this principle of pushing the floor away as you go down because those roots give way to the lifting away from the earth. Take your time and breathe. We'll meet in downward dog.
Yoga practice need not be complex to be effective. What seems complex in yoga asana practice should never really feel complex. If it feels complex, it means we're taking a pose before we're ready for it. Inhale, left leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, the left foot, nose to knee to bring the foot through to the hands. Once you land on an in-breath, coil into your belly like cat pose. On the exhale, let the hips sink and open up the heart. Coil to the belly, inhale. Exhale, let the hips sink and look up. You got a bonus round. <laughs> inhale, walk down to the right. So right edge of the mat and then go back to the left edge, inhale. Good, one more time to the right. And then all the way around to the front of the mat. So again, we're going to pause here and take that side plank variation. So plant your right hand. Turn the outer right foot to the floor and either set the left foot on the floor in front of the hip or you can stack the legs. Wherever you land, left arm can be alongside of the body or reaching up. And then think about all of the surfaces of the body that are on the floor and push the floor away strongly with those surfaces. Notice how you get that response of a lift in the body. This is the trick to chaturanga and plank. It's about pushing the floor away and letting the body round toward the ceiling. Fullest breath in. On your exhale, left foot steps back through to the hand. And then find your heel to arch alignment. Send the right arm forward. Make sure your feet are totally steady. And then pull through the right side of the body to come up. Good. Steadiness in your Vira 2. Full breath in. And on the exhale, side warrior. So you're going toward the back of your mat. On the inhale, come through the center, Vira 2. On the exhale, side angle, forearm to thigh, right arm to ceiling. Inhale, pull through the right side to come back up through center. Exhale, side warrior toward the back of the mat. Inhale, feel how the left side of the body brings you back up to center. Exhale, forearm to thigh, right arm to ceiling. One more time with your breath, move and be aware of how the side body helps you in the movement. No need to strain, in fact, I don't recommend it at all. Come through center on your in-breath, and on your out-breath, find the floor and travel through your vinyasa. Mindful, honoring your own pace. Sometimes it takes a few months and years to know what your own pace is. So do your best today to listen in to what your body needs. Sometimes we learn by going too far. It can be like falling in love. Sometimes when we follow our hearts, we can tend to overdo it. And we learn balance. So that we can follow the heart from a place of stability. 
Last time through, inhale, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, draw the foot through to the hand. Coil up to the belly on your in-breath. And on your out-breath, let the hips sink and look up. Good. Walk down to the left foot. Breathe in. And then over to the right foot. Breathe out. Back to the left on your inhale. Around to the front of the mat on your exhale. Lean into the left side and open up. Those of you who would like, you can... Catch hold of the right big toe and find the extension if you'd like. And then gently on an exhale, bring that foot back through to the hands. And as you land, find your heel to arch alignment. Once you're steady on the in-breath, so feet are steady first. Inhale, pull up through to Vira 2. Exhale, side warrior toward the back of the mat. Your two, breathing in. Side angle, breathing out. Inhale, veer two. Exhale, find the floor. Vinyasa with breath. left leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, the left foot steps through. Inhale, coil up into the belly. Exhale, the hips sink, look up. Walk to the right foot, breathing in. And to the left foot, breathing out. Okay, and to the right foot again, inhale. And to the left foot, exhale. All the way to the front of the mat. Roll to the right. Bashistasan. Exhale, the foot comes back through to the hands. Heel to arch alignment. Inhale, pull through the right side to come up. Virabhadrasana two. As you arrive, exhale, side warrior. As you inhale, Virabhadrasana two. Exhale, side angle, left forearm to thigh. Inhale to rise, Vira two. Exhale to find the earth, vinyasa with breath. Meeting downward dog, breathing there. Push the floor away with the hands. Binding. 
bones and the hands are turning in. So instead, turn them out a bit. Mm -hmm. And then press back. And then I would even suggest for you personally, because you have nice wide shoulders, to open your hands a little bit. Okay. Just experiment with that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you're really pushing the floor away. Even though you're at the end of practice, the body's like, oh. Keep pushing the floor away. Spread the collarbones. Heels are heavy with gravity. You're not pushing on them. The action in the legs and down dogs come from the front of the knees pulling up through the thighs. On your inhale, draw the right leg toward the ceiling. On the exhale, the right shin comes through for pigeon posture. So you're going to land the shin. Things you want to check out here as you land for pigeon is that your knee is to one side of the midline of your mat and the foot is to the other. The exact angle of that is up to your body, so let your body choose it, but from the midline, just making sure the knee is to the right, foot is to the left. And then pause there, maybe walk the back leg away a little bit as long as it doesn't create any discomfort or imbalance, meaning you're not falling off to one side. And then just like we were doing in our warrior postures, think about your right femur bone and insert it into the hip. And then press the bones of the feet down. Anchor the tailbone gently. And then on your in-breath, draw up through the fronts of the armpits. On your exhale, gently wave forward. Find a place to rest the forearms. And as you arrive in that resting position, you can let go of all of that effort in the lower body and start to let go into gravity. Walking the hands back up. And again, use that action of pulling away from the floor with the whole body. So instead of just pushing with the arms, think about coiling the front body into the back body like cat pose. So once you prep your foot, you're going to pull through the front body to make your way back into down dog, maybe reaching that right leg back. 
Inhale, draw the left leg toward the ceiling. And on your exhale, nose to knee as you bring the shin through to the hands. So again, let the body place itself. The leg knows just where to go. We don't have to pull or push on it. And then walk the back leg away to your degree. From there, supported by the hands for a moment as you find the alignment of the lower body. So your left femur bone gently inserted into the hip. Drawing it into the hip. Press the bones of the feet down. So you're layering this. Keep them going. Draw the tailbone into the body gently. Anchor it. And then on the inhale, draw up through the front of the armpits. And on the exhale, gently wave forward. Find a place to rest. And as the forearms land, you can again let go of that energy in the lower body and simply let go into gravity. Breathing into your left hip. walking the hands back. So again, once you have the support of the hands, prep your back foot and then think about cat pose. You want to move the spine out of the body, pull through the front layer to make your way back up. Revisiting your down dog for a moment, just breathing. And then find your way to a comfortable cross leg position. So as we wind down in these last few poses, I'm going to come around and offer, you don't have to take it, but I have tangerine um, essential oil with me today. It's a cheering oil, which we've got a little bit of sunshine today, but we haven't had a lot lately, so it's a good oil to be using. So if you want a little bit, you can place it um, in your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, it would be your left, and so on. So you can just hold out your hand if you want some. If not, no problem. You're welcome. And then once you have your drop, if you already use oils, you can use it however you like. Um, otherwise, you're just going to rub it together on your hands. Smell it a little bit. It smells yummy. <laughs> and then you can place it anywhere on your body that you would like. You can put it on the bottoms of your feet or on your neck or just not on your eyeball. It's good to have the disclaimer, right? <laughs> not responsible for what you put in your eye. You're welcome. 
And so after you've had a moment to enjoy your oil, comfortable cross legs, we're going to bring the right arm behind the body, finding the floor with the hand. And then the left hand comes across to the right leg. You can either have palm over the knee or back of the wrist to the thigh bone. Whichever one you choose, pause there and think about the crown and the tail. They're two ends of the spine. So you're going to inhale and move those two ends away from one another. And then on the exhale, from the very base of your ribs, gently wring out the internal organs. So you're twisting from the base of the spine. And even though the top of the spine will twist, you're not concentrating the effort there. Just simply spreading the collarbones and breathing. Observe yourself here. Notice any tendencies, any habits, any places the mind or the emotions go. Simply noticing and becoming aware. Not trying to fix or change, just notice it. And then you can stay as you are, or you can layer in a side bend here. So the left hand's going to stay in place. On an inhale, the right arm draws up. And on the exhale, dip your left shoulder toward your left thigh bone so the right arm can reach out and over, <clears throat> excuse me, the right ear. So notice you might have become unstable in the right hip, so let the right hip get heavy again. Think about the spin happening from the base of the ribs or ringing out, ringing out the internal organs. Then gently spread your collarbones so you have some ease around the neck. You're not compressing the neck. There's so many nerves around the base of our neck, and we spend much of our time during our day and even in our yoga practice compressing them. Collarbones open is important in a lot of the poses. Not every pose, but a lot of them. And then think about your tailbone, and let your tailbone pull the body back up on the inhale, so tailbone initiates the action. Bring the right hand to the floor behind the body again and just pause there. Inhale, two ends of the spine move away from each other. Exhale again, wring out the internal organs by twisting at the base of the body. And then come back through center. This time, inhale, reach both of the arms up just to feel neutral, reach up. Exhale, twist to the other side. Left hand finds the floor. Right hand finds the left leg wherever it's comfortable. Pause there. Inhale, lengthen the two ends of the spine away from one another. Exhale, base of the ribs gently spin. Again, gently spread the collarbones so you have ease in the base of the neck. Instead of craning the neck to see what's behind you, think about keeping head and heart in line. So chin and heart are on one line, connected, integrated, synergistic, working together. There's really not that much benefit to cranking the neck back. And for most of us, it's too much. Observe yourself in the pose. Where does the mind go? You can stay as you are or layer in the side bend. On the inhale, the left arm floats toward the ceiling. 
On the exhale, the right shoulder dips toward the right thigh bone. As you arrive in the side bend, take notice, did your left hip lift? If so, let it get heavy once again. Think about spinning from the very base of the, the low belly and the ribs and gently spreading the collarbones. Does the neck feel at ease? If not, what can you shift to find that point of ease? It's going to look different from your neighbor, so don't try to copy them. Now think about your tailbone and let your tailbone pull you up on the inhale. And on the exhale, the left hand finds the floor behind the body again. On the inhale, spine, the two ends move away from each other. On the exhale, one more time, rinsing out the internal organs, gently twisting. Come back through center, inhale, both arms float up. And then on the exhale, palms together, bring them down through the center. All right, so we're going to find our way onto our back so you can place your feet flat. Support your spine on the way down. You've done all this wonderful work to it today, so don't just flop back. Use your arms as support as you come onto your back. And then once your head finds the floor, just pause there for a moment and breathe. Feel gravity. And then happy baby pose to release out the hamstrings. So you're going to draw the legs in toward the body, knees bent. Reach through between your legs and catch hold either of the outer feet or the big toes with your pinks fingers. Make sure your palms are facing each other so that your shoulders are open. Good. Now once you've done this, keep in mind that there's a couple of actions happening in Happy Baby that are really important. So think about the hands. They're gently pulling the feet toward the floor and also kind of toward the ears. So you have a downward and an upward motion happening. Upward meaning toward your head. The elbows are gently pressing the knees open. And while all of this is happening in the legs, you're pressing the length of the spine down into the floor. So we're not including the neck in that. You never want to press your neck flat to the floor. You want to maintain that curvature in your neck. But from the tailbone through the shoulder blades, you're pressing the back down flat. Maintaining the stability. Breathing. In order to have proper freedom in our bodies, we need the foundation of stability. breaths here. Notice how it might be challenging to stay, but stay anyway. And then in these last few breaths, if you want to rock it a little bit from side to side, I know this is a lot of time how it's taught is just to rock, and that's fine too, but again, 
stability and understanding the foundation of the posture is important in order to have that freedom and that rocking motion. So as you come back to neutral, gently release. So the knees are drawn in toward the body and the arms open up now like wings. Find a full breath in and on your exhale, lower the legs over to the right. So we're gonna take one last twist here with the body taken out of gravity for the most part. As the legs find the floor, you may want to use the right hand to anchor the legs in some way. You may find it comfortable to turn the chin to the left, but that's not required. See what feels good on your neck. A few deep breaths, each, each exhale letting the spine really soften into gravity's pull. anything keeping you from being present see if you can soften around it be here now slowly bring the head to center and then the legs find a breath in at center and on your exhale lower the legs over to the left so again mindful that you're not going into a place that's just habit but again consult the body in this moment it might need something a little different than it needed on the first side a little different than it needed yesterday or the day before so meeting yourself and your body where you are. feel the two sides have evened out you can bring the head back to center the legs back to center and as you do that bring your hands to the shins try not to pull on the legs but instead use the action of the heart and the tailbone to bring the nose toward the knees curling up getting small squeeze the legs into each other spread your toes and your collarbones and then gently release the head down Gently release the legs down and find your way into Shavasana, final resting pose. Make sure the legs are not in contact with one another and that your arms are not in contact with the body. up and let your eyes close.
Notice your breathing. Notice your whole body. your jaw and let your jaw soften. Let the jaw hang. Even if the lips part, let the jaw be soft. Become aware of your tongue. And let go of the root of the tongue. the tongue drop away from the palate, the dome of the mouth exposed and spacious. Become aware of your teeth and let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt, the whole mouth becomes soft. Notice the front layer of your body. Allow the front body to drop into the back body. Rest.
mind to slowly return to body and breath. Bringing gentle movement to toes and fingers. And then finding your way onto your right side. Pausing there again to reconnect with breath and body. Pressing into the hands and making your way up towards seated. Drawing the hands together at the heart and just acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. you've cultivated in your time on the mat will now expand into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.